0: everyone. My name's Hannah and I'm Abby and we are the, the Homegirl hustlers. hustlers. We are here to be your guides on how to adjust your mindset, lifestyle, and habits to become the best version of yourself and pursue your passion without limits. Welcome back home girl hustlers to another fabulous episode. This episode is all about how to stop taking things personally. No one likes hearing critiques about themselves, whether it's a personality trait, a habit, the work that we produce, a design we did for a project, the list literally can go on forever. We tend to take criticism personally, which then leads to potentially us shutting down an argument or other negative results. What if you were able to separate your emotions from the situation and look at it as a whole where you can see criticism as a way to push yourself for growth? Abby and I are here to talk to you about how we can take steps to stop taking things personally and find happiness and growth. So we have some steps that we have for you guys. But first, I think it would be beneficial for Abby and I both to give an example of how we have used maybe a scenario where we have felt criticism, and we've used it for growth and we have happiness and we don't take that criticism personally. So I have one off the top of my head. Mine was a work thing, but Abby knows about this. I'm not going to give specifics with my example, but basically long story short, we were working with a client and we were doing a bunch of different marketing stuff for their brand. And from my point of view, we performed really well for this client. It was great. And while they loved the performance, they had some critiques about our work as to how on brand they felt our work was that we did for them. And in the moment, you know, they're like kind of being a little harsh, not super harsh, but just like harsh about the work that we did or like the way that they saw it and all these things. And I'm just kind of like listening. But I took that criticism and I thought, okay, this is how they're feeling. They're feeling like we aren't really lining up to how they see their brand how they want their brand to be perceived. Yet the performance is there. So let's make sure we line it up and still get the performance that we were doing for them. And so we took that criticism and we implemented into our next project that next month that we had with them. And then we kind of got to have that end of month meeting and say, Hey, we listened to you. We adapted. We heard what you were saying about us being on brand in this area. And here's what we did. We performed and we brought your brand up to speed with how you wanted it to be. And they loved it. And now we have this great relationship and we've been able to really Produce well for them because we didn't just shut down and say, oh, you didn't like this. Okay, so bye. We quit. We're done. We listened. We heard them. We adapted our strategy. We implemented things. And then we grew from that. And now we have a better relationship and produce better quality work because of it. That's my example.
1: That's a really good example. And that's something that happens very often, especially in the space that we're in. Honestly, I think it's just hard for me to find an example because I feel like life is a constant <laughs> source of feedback. And I am someone who I like feedback because again, I'm like the more data oriented person. So like, I don't take it as criticism. Usually I try to take it as feedback. So it's hard to think of something where it really like hit me like I could take this as criticism. I know that for me, same thing. A lot of the times it comes in that business world because you're in spaces where you're trying to give people something that they want. And so when you start creating and you try to create something where people truly have something that they want and they have a list of guidelines that you have to abide by, that is when I personally take the most feedback. But a specific example, nothing hits. Like literally what hits is maybe parental examples. Like my parents will give me feedback and sometimes I don't want to listen to it or I feel like they're trying to project themselves onto me. And so I've especially had a hard time taking my dad's feedback because we're very different in how we move. But sometimes he'll give me criticism like, you're moving really fast or you're moving as if you don't have an end goal in mind. Like, you're going to be okay. And when I take advice like that from him, I know that it helps me stay grounded and it helps me really just, like, separate from the emotion that you might feel when you get criticism, but rather see it as feedback and see it as something that will help I
0: think you. maybe this is just me, like, in agreement with that, but I think, too... I'm so quick to kind of snap back at people who are closer to me, like in my family and stuff when it comes to criticism than I am like in work because I feel like I'm able to kind of emotionally, like I'm in with my family, I'm locked in with my family, to whereas like with work, I'm still locked in, but it's less of a personal feel because they're your family and they mean so much and you have a certain level of comfort with them to where if they criticize you, you can almost be really quick to – jump to the defense or to like take it personally because you feel like everything's personal with your family. But with work, especially Abby, you being a designer, you do a good job with this. But I think for the world, a lot of Mm -hmm. people in different aspects of their career, it can be hard to to take criticism in work if someone, if your boss doesn't like your work, if your boss is like, oh, I don't like that design or I don't like the way you do this project, or they start, you know, you start getting criticized and you feel like there has to be a wall that goes up where you take it personally and you get defensive when really they may be meaning well. And it, it may, you know, even though they may not have come across that wallet, they may actually be just trying to push you for growth. So we're going to talk about this. We have steps we're going to go through because Really, you want to live a life where you're not always on the defense and taking things personally. You're able to see things as they are, separate your emotions from the situation, and adapt accordingly. So our first step is separate your emotions from reality. So what is the reality of the situation? Did your boss come to you, and is your boss trying to give you some feedback on a project? And are you taking that personally because you feel like your boss doesn't like you? Is that the situation? Like, what is the actual situation? What is being said? What is actually happening? Not just, oh my goodness, I'm feeling all these things. I'm feeling attacked. I feel like I'm taking all these things personally. What was said? In what context was it said? Start thinking about the situation and separate your emotions from that situation. Yes,
1: I think that, like, that's something that is truly the first step to not taking feedback is criticism. Honestly, like nothing has to be criticism. It can just be what that person's feeling at the moment. It can be sometimes that person, when you're looking at the situation, maybe that person's upset. Maybe it is truly just like coming from a place of anger from them, but like don't only separate your emotions. but Also like check that person's emotions too, because you never know what reality they're projecting. But once you take the emotions out or you take into consideration how other people are feeling and look at it from like a logical standpoint like does this need to be done does change need to be had that can make the biggest difference on progressing in any setting any situation any relationship any project that you put on like that can be what like keeps you from progressing or gets you to progress and understand each other and continue to move while looking at what's important to both sides of the party.
0: Yes. And part of that, Abby, like along with what you're saying is consider the source. So like you're saying too, consider the situation and like where that person's coming from, but also consider the source of like, for example, as you guys know, I've said this a million times, but train at Orange Theory, like in, in the mornings and the nights and stuff like that. And there's a member that loves giving negative feedback to like every single coach and she's always going to have something negative to say. So for that example, like before you just take it personally and jump the gun, it's like, wait, wait, where's this feedback coming from? Oh, it's coming from this person who's typically always unhappy, who isn't really happy with themselves and who's consistently finding a reason to complain. So before, like if you could separate your emotions then you, instead of like taking that personally, that person's criticism personally as coaches, we could say, let's consider the source. This person has a history of consistently, you know, not being happy and complaining, having issues. So maybe it's not all the coaches, the way that they're coaching and the way that they're acting. Maybe it's that specific person that's consistently kind of having an effect, a negative effect on things. And that's literally the difference right there instead of just jumping the gun and going crazy at this person, well, maybe that person just isn't happy with who they are and they're pretty negative. And it doesn't matter. You could be a bright ray of sunshine. It doesn't really matter. They're going to have an issue with it. So you also want to, while removing your emotion from the reality of the situation, like consider the source,
1: where Mm -hmm. is it coming
0: from? Where is the feedback or criticism or where is that coming from? Is it coming from a place of positivity where you know, they mean, well, and you want to grow from it, or is it from a place of, okay, they're always negative. So I'm going to have to kind of listen to this and filter it knowing that it's coming from this person.
1: Yes, that is huge. And like, I went through this like last week, honestly, with my boss. I hope they listen to this. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But no, for real, like sometimes people already have assumptions in their head and think that they know what reality is before they actually talk to the other person about the situation. And so like, when it comes to taking things personally, that person could actually be attacking you due to their own like perceived reality. Or you could also be feeling attacked because you think that you know what they think, or you think you know where they're coming from. Really, it takes a conversation. And honestly, like I had this argument last week, that didn't need to be an argument, but I had my boss call me from my job, you know, guys, I have like 600 jobs, but I had my boss call me and he was like, he asked me like, what are you doing right now? And I was like, I was working from home and he does not like us working from home, but I really was working. I'm also the youngest person on the team. So like, I know how to work efficiently from home. I also have a digital marketing agency. I know how to work efficiently from behind my computer. So I'm like no, I'm actually working, and he's like, you need to go out into the stores that we visit, and I was like, no, I really am working right now, like I'm fine, and he was like, when I would tell him I'm fine though, he stopped asking me what I was doing, and he's like, do you need help? And I was like, no, I don't need help. I literally never said I need help, and I had to realize that he's from a generation that thinks working hard, working hard, and putting your head down and working with your eyes closed because somebody told you to do what they need to be done, that's his reality. Work with your head down, have no purpose, get a paycheck, make sure that that paycheck is fully reasonable and that we're not wasting the company's money or time. Me, I'm from a generation of work, work with purpose, enjoy what you do, make it make sense, work smarter, not harder, because guess what? You can go anywhere in work, like There's no definite, like, we are not in a place where we have a slim job market, especially like Hannah and I are blessed to have college degrees. We have options. So, like, again, consider the source, consider where the person's coming from, consider how they might not be seeing you, and have a conversation.
0: I love that. I think that takes care of our first step. I think we're ready to move to step two, which is put yourself in other people's shoes. What is life from their perspective? Where are they coming from? Honestly, Abby touched on this one as well. When she was talking about her boss of like, she just explained his perspective, where he's coming from, you know, just honestly putting yourself in another person's shoes. It's not all about you. Maybe they've had a bad day and Maybe they are lashing out at you, but maybe it has nothing to do with you. And it's because of the day they had, or maybe something happened in their family that day where they were just kind of on edge and you just happened to be on the other side of it. And what they're saying may have nothing to do with you, but you wouldn't even notice that if you're just taking everything personally and just getting defensive right away so again, that's why step one is so important, which is separate your emotions from reality, what actually happened and what, what what transpired, what went down, and then putting yourself in that other person's shoes. There are negative people out there who just want to tear people down and they aren't happy with themselves. And so you have to be aware of this and put yourself in their shoes. Okay. If I was struggling with you know, different aspects of my self-confidence and I wasn't confident in myself and I didn't like who I was, or I wasn't living my true self, maybe I would, you know, be upset and I would be negative as well. And you can kind of almost just level two with people who are negative and who are giving you that feedback. Just like Abby just kind of leveled with her boss when she, you know, even said they got into an argument, but she put herself in his shoes and kind of leveled with him and says, oh, I do understand where he's coming from. From his perspective, it looks like I may not be working to his expectations, but that's because he has an idea in his head based on his experience of what working hard looks like and what this whole aspect of life is going to look like, when for Abby, it's a completely different reality. And so instead of taking it personally, like it's all against her. She's like, oh no, I'm seeing it from his perspective. So that also helps you too, when you are talking with people through these experiences Even with a loved one, if they're, you know, come home from a long day and they just are like, where's dinner? Why isn't dinner made for me? I've had a long day and they just kind of start lashing out at you or you're having like, that was kind of a random example. Like Andrew, I feel like that was a really specific example, but Andrew doesn't do that. But like, you know what I mean? Like if someone comes home from a long day of work and they just start kind of getting onto you and berating you for something whatever that may be, and it's probably something small and stupid, it probably has nothing to do with you. It's just how they come home. Sometimes I'll come home stressed out because I just had a really exhausting day of work and I'll like need a second before I talk to Andrew. But if he just jumps in my face, I'm going to be quick to be like, whoa, 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 don't get in my face right now. And it's not because of anything against him, but because I need to like mentally separate myself from the day I just had. So I can be a present, happy Wife that he'll need in that moment, and that we can, you know, still have a healthy partnership that way.
1: Yes. No, that's good. I had to give it a good example. <laughs> you, <laughs> did. It right time, you did. You did. It was good. Yes.
0: <laughs> now we can we can just blaze through this step two and go into step three. Honestly, which is is the situation constructive or not? can you grow from what they are saying or are they just hating? And I love talking about this example with work because it's like, and Abby's the queen of this, so she can probably go off on this, but it's like, getting feedback from other people helps you grow. You have to be able to understand when it is constructive and take that constructive feedback and be able to implement it in a healthy way and understand that it's pushing you to growth. But you have to look at that situation after you've put yourself in that person's shoes and say, okay, are they trying to be constructive with me? Is this good feedback that can push me for growth? Should I adapt this or is it not, is it, you know, spiteful or, Hateful or something that's not going to help you grow.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this point is it constructive or not? Sometimes it's hard to have discernment when it comes to knowing if people are being constructive or not. A lot of the times it is internalized, but like, really, are they coming out of love or no? Are they attacking you or are they looking for a solution? Because I've had people that. Like imagine Hannah came up to me and was like, "I can't make this graphic by myself," and and sometimes I will tease her and be like, "Oh girl, you shouldn't be making the graphics anyways," and then I will help her, you know. But like imagine if it was like you always get stuck at the graphics. I don't know why you even try doing the graphics. I got it. It's like that kind of verb is.
0: I would say thank you. <laughs> Cause we're used to all the criticism. We're used to the honesty from each saying, other. Thank you. And can you do all of them from now on?
1: <laughs> Literally, no. And Hannah and I, we're like good with taking criticism from each other, but like sometimes people don't, it's like change your tone, change how you're speaking. But two, we also need to be able to see between the lines when we're the ones who are easy to take offense to something. I will say that there are times, though, where people might be constructive and the first thing they do is, like, attack you. So, like, again, situation with my boss, what he told me that I personally took as attack was he goes, why is everyone else doing it and you're not? Why can everyone else do it and you can't? And then he goes, you need to reconsider your job responsibilities. I said... Sir, oh, don't play with me. (laughs) Don't try me. I literally. Don't try me. Don't try me because I'll reconsider. (laughs) But like, I knew he had good intent. I literally took a step back and was, I don't know how, but I had, I literally took a step back and I was like, I know you have great intent right now, but the assumptions that you're making are not true. Like I literally just had him take a big step back. I was like, don't play with me. You don't know who my mama is. She,
0: yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Abby took a big deep breath before she just lashed out <laughs> and instead said, and he probably listened to you though. If someone's lashing out like that at you and you're like, instead of reacting, giving them the reaction that they were probably anticipating, if you can just kind of talk them calmly through it, it's almost like, oh, wow, that person just totally took control of the situation and. Turn the level from a hundred to like ten because you're able to kind of talk them through the situation and de-escalate the situation. Yeah, like if your boss is saying all these things and you're like, "Well, actually," and then you give the explanation of of what you were going through instead of you taking it personally and just calling him out or yelling at him. Some people, especially with work, who don't have that understanding or don't communicate that way, can just cuss them out or lash out, and then it gets escalated. And then that's how some people do get fired or let go or something has happened because you don't know how to have that communication when someone's coming from a different perspective from you.
1: Yes. And like just step three is really asking yourself, can you grow from what they're saying or no? And I really at that point was like, I'm not growing from what you're saying. (laughs) And so that's when it was like, all right, bye. I don't want to internalize this or internalize your projections of me and how I'm moving. So I would rather like you go take a step back over there. But like sometimes it could be your mom, your dad, your sister. Are they actually trying to do something that helps you? Are they trying to say something that will help you progress? Or are they just hating? So like a good phrase for that too is you should go to therapy. Bruh, that could be fighting words or it could be constructive. It just really depends on who it's coming from, when it's coming from, Because truly, like, I've had, again, this is like way too personal, but I've had a loved one say that out of strife and out of anger before. And like, I was very young and it was very like, what does that even mean? And like, in hindsight, I'm like, wow, that is crazy because they didn't mean it productively. If they actually meant it, they would help me get to that point where maybe I did need it and they're going to like assist me through that process or further explain. But you can also have friends or loved ones close to you that are like, you should try that out. And they mean the best from it. They're like, they see something in you that maybe you don't see in yourself. So again, can you go from what they're saying? Are they hating? Is it constructive? Is it not?
0: Yes. Yes. That was step three, moving into step four. Step four is about taking it deeper. How do you feel about yourself? So if you tend to take everything personally, maybe it's time to look at yourself and how you feel about yourself. Are you so on edge with yourself? Do you have low self-confidence where anytime anyone says anything to you, you break down and you freak out And you have issues because you already have low self-esteem or low self-confidence. And so you already are kind of questioning yourself. And then when someone on top of that comes at you, you just break down. You need to see. That's why this whole stuff is important about like taking it deeper, seeing how you feel about yourself. What's your level of confidence in yourself and your work? Maybe you just started this job and you're really low self-confidence with the job that you're doing because you don't really know what you're doing yet and you're still learning. So if your boss or someone comes to you and criticizes your work, gives you feedback in a negative way that you already feel like you don't know what you're doing, you're probably going to take that personally and just like break down because you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a mess, blah, blah, blah. And you can start taking it personally. When again, it's like, consider the situation. You're new to this job. You want to learn and grow. You should want feedback. You should want to slowly progress. You're not going to pick everything up and be perfect on the job day one. It's a learning process. You're human. So it's like, do you have that understanding with yourself? Do you give yourself grace? Are you confident in your effort? Hey, I'm trying my best and this is my best in this job right now. So this is a really important step about taking it deeper and seeing how you feel about yourself, especially if you're someone who takes things personally and gets offended all the time.
1: Yes. And like this one is way harder to do because you have to reflect on yourself and Honestly, a lot of the times when you have to reflect on yourself, if you're taking something personally when you don't need to, it stems from insecurity. And insecurity is something that like everyone has some sort of insecurity about something. But like those are your biggest things that trigger you, biggest things that hurt your confidence, biggest things that hurt your self-worth in different rooms. And sometimes you just have to look at those things reflect on those things and make sure that you show up for yourself at those moments instead of lashing out at others. Because if those are things you're internalizing, nobody can really do anything for you. Those are like literal like feelings that come as reactions to certain things, certain statements, certain actions. And so you just need to be able to identify those. And again, develop healthy habits and ways to cope with that. As you try to fix those problems.
0: Beautiful. Well, that was step four. Step five is our last step. And it is remember to get better. You have to have transparency and honesty. And you have to have challenges. So if you want to continuously be the best version of yourself. Like we preach a homegirl hustler does. Homegirl hustlers always want to reach the best versions of themselves. We have to be willing to be nimble and adapt. So when someone is honest with you, transparent with you, and you are going through a challenge when it comes to taking all this feedback, remember, you're always a work in progress to being your best self. There's always room for growth. There's always room to change. Hear them out, see what they're saying, and be willing to be flexible, nimble, adapt to different things. Maybe you got put on a new team for work and they don't work in the same way that you did with your other team and you have to kind of learn, relearn and relearn a new way. That's okay. If they criticize you or come at you with the way that you're working, maybe it's just because they have a culture, a way of working and you are kind of hitting a wall where you're not matching what they have right now and they want you to fit in. And maybe you just have to adapt a little bit better with your communication style, for example, or something with them. I'm just, again, giving another smaller example, but remember in life to be able to continue to push yourself and push your limits. You have to be able to handle honest, transparent feedback.
1: Mm -hmm. And to have patience with yourself as you are like learning to identify these things that cause you to be triggered to take something personally. Like be patient with yourself when you're trying to not react. Be patient with yourself as well, because it's Easy to be nimble and adapt if you are self-aware and able to humble yourself throughout those processes. If you are not self-aware and you don't even see it, then there's no adapting to anything. Like, honestly. And this is something I know, like, my boyfriend and I, we're very, like, we like to have open communication because we've seen so many people around us just always be angry, always be like, Mean, bickering to each other, whether it's our own parents or just like people around us. And we always will take a whole entire step back and be like, okay, just you talk, I talk. And then at the end of it, it's always someone like, I will change. Please be patient with me. Also, feel free to call me out if I do this again. And those moments, it takes a lot to get to those moments. It takes a lot of humbling yourself. Takes a lot of understanding other people and where they're coming from, because at the end of the day, a lot of our anger, strife, and lashing out at others comes from us taking things way too personally. Like way too personally. Everyone around you is not trying to grow, then honestly, in my opinion, get rid of them in the first place. (laughs) But like, if people are really trying to grow with you, just be open to their honesty just as much is you have to be honest with yourself.
0: That was beautiful. I think that was honestly beautifully said. This is great. I'm like, I have nothing to say to that. That was perfect. She so. <laughs> said, Well, yeah. we do have to revisit our steps for our note takers. Step one is separate your emotions from reality. Step two, put yourself in other people's shoes. Step three, consider the situation. Is it constructive or not? Step four, take it deeper. How do you feel about yourself? And then step five, remember to get better. You have to have honesty and transparency, and you have to have challenges. Remember that if you want to grow, the goal is to continue to adapt, be nimble, be flexible, and remember that not everyone's coming for you. Maybe they're just trying to help you grow and be a part of your journey. So Thank you for listening, Home Girl Hustlers. We really appreciate you hopping on here. And please remember to go follow us on Instagram, join our private Facebook group, and DM us what you think of our episodes or any future topics that you'd want to hear. Have a great day. Have a great one.